Welcome to Words of Light with Jim, sponsored by All My Relations in Indianapolis, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Thank you, Heather, and good evening, everyone. If I'm not speaking loud enough, do something like get my attention. If I'm speaking too loud, speak up as well, okay? So, if we haven't noticed recently, what? We've had some big things occurring, haven't we? Okay? And one of them just was in a little song that Heather picked out there. I guess it's bringing in the sheeps. Now, it's funny that I brought up the subject on the way here to church that one week from today is what? Yeah, well, actually tomorrow, technically. A week from tomorrow is Labor Day, right? And what happens when people think of Labor Day? They're getting ready for what? Fall, right? And we're preparing to bring in or harvest, just like bringing in the sheep, right? So it's just a little reminder that we are going to what? Are we going to start pulling in some stuff to ourselves? Think about that. Are we getting ready to harvest? Okay, that's just one of the little things we're going to be talking about here. But I was it's planting. It's funny, I call this some seeds we're planting. And to say, isn't it kind of late to be planting seeds? It's never too late, is it? Okay, I'm not a farmer, but isn't it funny what we call winter wheat? When is that planted, huh? I think it's probably planted in the fall, isn't it? Sometime late, so that when springtime comes, it's ready to be considered for harvesting. Not ready, ready, but it's getting ready. So as we start to think of counting your blessings, sometimes it's pretty hard to see that, isn't it? Especially when things aren't going real smooth or well. So think of it, we're preparing ourselves to harvest. Get ready to start count your blessings. If you're busy counting your blessings, you're not counting the other things, right? So look at the good. That's another way to see it. I look at the good and I want to say, don't waste my time looking at the other things. A lot of people will tell me something. They ask me right away. They'll say, well, are you going to tell me something good or bad? I don't know anything about bad. All I know is I'm going to tell you something good and maybe something other, which may mean you may not like what I'm going to tell you, but it doesn't make it bad. Why? Everybody, why do we label it bad all the time? It's interesting, isn't it? That's a real struggle we have as humans to always start to look or at least perceive and pull out the good. Okay? So what does this all bring us to? It's called the Great Flood. Has anybody noticed? We've had some interesting things happening in the world, haven't we? Okay? Now, floods are usually considered attention with water. So let's go back to a little story in the Bible called what? Noah's Ark thing, right? By the way, how many of you were there presently when that was happening? Thank you, Dan. That's right. You were, absolutely. You've been around the block so many times, Dan. Anyway, I always say, let's look at the story as it was presented in the Bible, okay? Now think of Noah was like a real special man, and if you want to say it, his family and maybe a few of his friends might have been included in this preparing for the great flood. And they, of course, had to build this big boat to put everything on it, what, two of every animal. Now, my logic says, did he call down to the, I'm not sure where it was built, but let's just say it's somewhere in the Mideast, okay? So did he call South America up for a few reptiles to be sent up? Where were they, how did they ship them into the area? Interesting, isn't it? How did, they, who got the, Oh man, and by the way, who wanted to catch flies and bugs and spiders and everything? Who, who was in charge of that detail? 
man, did anybody ever stop to think about that? That's a lot of collecting, isn't it, folks? A lot of catching little things. Boy, and how many of you went after the fleas? Huh? You must have brought more than your two, I'm sure, okay? So think about all the logic involved in that building of the boat, or the ark, and preparing for all the things that had to go on the ship to last, food for all these animals and the people. That had to be a pretty big boat, folks. Can you only imagine? So myself to my logical self as an adult now, excuse me, it couldn't have happened. Not the way it was presented, okay? Was there a great flood? Yes, there was. Actually, there's been many great floods. It's funny that I just happened to see a few programs on uh, the History Channel this past week about how many floods there have been in the world. And they've proved that, yes, there have been many floods. To the magnitude of flooding the whole world all at once, I'm not sure. And nobody can say that's true either. But there have been absolutely proven facts. They found, what? They've actually found cities under underwater already, too. They just recently found them. After all, where have people been all these years? <laughs> to think of it, folks, they're finding cities under cities, under dirt. But there's also things under the ocean and the desert. Some of the deserts were actually oceans. Imagine that. If we stop and take a moment and think about the great flood, how many have there been? I, I don't know anyone could answer that question. Many, many great floods. Now, what was the purpose of a flood? For something to be changed, modified, adjusted, covered up? There could be a whole list of things why these floods occurred. Was God that upset with everybody? It's funny that I have always learned, if you go back to God loves me, I'm going to go back to the core. God loves me. Now, of course, you, let's go back to when you were children, okay? And everybody knows your parents loved you, right? That's why you got punished, right? You get little lickings and spankings and put in the corner. Uh, fortunately, my parents didn't whoop me too much. It was more stand in the corner with your nose in there. Did you ever try that for five minutes, an adult? It ain't fun, folks. It's boring. There's not much happening in that corner, is there? No. But you think of it, would God punish you that much? Were you that bad? Okay, we're going to come back to this modern day, today's world, okay? We're going to fast forward. We got done with Noah's building the ark and us and our time then. So what's going on? Of course, anybody has watched the news recently, saw this hurricane thing come into Texas, right? And they were talking about after the hurricane hit land, there was supposed to be a lot of flooding going on. Isn't that strange? Flooding, again, that word. Now, you could say, well, it was pretty much contained in one small area. And relatively speaking, that's true. Would anybody like to take a little vacation down there right now? I don't know. I don't think that would be fun to you. I'd, I'd say you'd just stay here and enjoy what we got going, right? A beautiful day. Absolutely fantastic. I have been blessed. I'm going to count my blessing right there. One of them, anyways, for today. Thank God I'm here and not in Texas. And how many people have had their lives completely uprooted, taken apart? I don't know yet. They don't have the count yet. But you know there's many people that are suffering or having something. So is God punishing them? Were they bad? I'm sure if you went down or you'd find a few good ones in that pile. Okay? I'm sure you would. They can't all be bad, right? I don't believe that. In fact, I think they're all good, but that's my opinion only. Okay? What's that saying? Can you look for the good in somebody? 
or you can look for the other things. Your choice. I like to pick on the good things first, and if you want to bring up surface the other things, well, they'll come up eventually, right? It happens. Know that you live your life what's to the fullest. Is anybody living life, excuse my expression, half-past? Are you living your life half-past? Are you living it to the fullest? Are you embracing? Bring it on, God. Wow! What are you asking for, Jim? Bring it on. The best of anything I could imagine. Has anybody ever thought the, the best thing they could put in taste? Like a, I like fruit a lot, so if I picked up a plum and thought, oh my God, this would be just heaven to eat it, have a plum and taste the juice of it. Oh, have it drip down my arm. And of course, Heather reminds me, Jim, you got something all over your face, you know, you got to wipe it off later, right? Well, I save it for later, you know what that's about, right? You got to have something for later, okay. So I don't think of it as bad as if I got something on my face. Then everybody knows at least I'm eating something, right, too. See, we can have a little humor in our lives, too. Make some fun of yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, usually you can laugh at the world. Give it a try and see what happens. Give us a shot. The Great Flood. Bring it on, God. Are you sure, Jim, you're ready for that much? The greatest of everything that God could give me today. The flood of love. The flood of happiness. What else do we want to throw in on that? You know, extra, extra layer of butter. Who likes, I remember a lot of people when I was growing up love to put a lot of butter in their bread, right? Is that living? Oh, absolutely. Why not enjoy it? And you know, the old saying goes, pay attention when you're full, stop. If you're hungry, eat. If you're thirsty, drink. If you're sad, find something to be happy about. And that's pretty difficult sometimes, isn't it? When you're down, what's the saying? Look up. Go the opposite way if it's not helping you. If you're not finding anything that says, hey, um, just, it just isn't working. Does God want you to be happy? I believe that. I believe God wants me to have the ultimate, the flood of anything that would bring me what I would enjoy. How about a flood of friends? Enough, you know, not too many, right? Yeah, no. No. Bring up enough, enough, whatever enough is. How about shoes, lady? Who likes shoes? Oh man, yeah. Bless, bless a few. I have met a few that love shoes, and boy, it's fifty pairs ain't enough, you know. Whatever, it's fine, you know, as long as you can handle it. Can I handle too much? No, I can handle enough. So if I said, God, send the flood of whatever is enough for Jim, enough. Oh, by the way. Did you ever think, you know, a lot of times you always think of yourself as I'm lacking in something. I'm not beautiful enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not enough of what? Stop. You are enough. Enough what? Whatever you need to be. You are enough. The flood. Bring it on, God. And boy, we're seeing it in many ways other than just water. We're seeing a lot of things happening, aren't we? (coughs) And everybody talks about how much anger and hatred is going on. I think it was in last Sunday's newspaper in the, in the local paper. They had one word that was really in the center of the paper. It was called love. Imagine that. Front page news. Love is news? It's been here a long time, hasn't it? But sometimes we're not emphasizing enough. Enough. Too many people are busy changing and looking for that other stuff. I'll just say that other stuff. If I'm busy chasing love and pursuing it and spreading it an extra layer onto something, whatever that is, is that enough? I'm not too sure yet, God. I'm working on it. I'm spending my day 
working on, remember that word working. Actually, working is what you're here to do. Did you know that? Everybody has a purpose. I have a dear friend that had a stroke here several years ago, and she, we just saw her the other day, and she's in a facility that, of course, is like helping her because she has a lot of, you know, short things to work on, and she has to stay in a wheelchair. She still functions mentally very actively sharp. But she, because of her mental capacity working full speed, her body not working necessarily full speed, she's wondering, what am I here for? She's very aware, just like you are, okay? She's very spiritually minded. I keep reminding her she has a purpose. And it's very difficult for her to see that because of the people or lack of people that she interacts with. Because a lot of them aren't, let's say, too sharp and they're not listening or able to function in the mental as much as she is. So she's now starting to spend time in other facilities, if you will, sharing what she knows. If they're open, well, who knows? She might get across to one more person something that could be beneficial. I don't know. She could meet 10 people in the next year to help. I don't know. All I know is, all I keep hearing every time I see her is she has a purpose. She has a purpose. And I remind her of that every time I see her. I don't have to even know what that purpose is. But it is a purpose. And it's her work. And you're, now by the way, when you go to work, that's not your job. Did you know that? Your job is what you make money off of. Your work is what God sent you here for. What did God send me here for? Oh, the flood business again, right? I was supposed to get sandbags out and help people so they wouldn't get their houses flooded in, right? Maybe that is part of your journey. And maybe your purpose is to let the water flow. Let it happen. Be part of the change that is occurring. And if you haven't noticed, we're in a big change, aren't we? We are. And you pick you picked the kid here just right at the right time. What were you guys thinking? Come on. Geez, Owie, and I knew better than to come here, but God said, Jim, now it's time. You know, we got to make it happen at the right time. That's why I showed up when I did. And the same with you. You all said, send me. I know when to get there. I'm going to do the perfect job. I'll do whatever it is I need to do. Have you run into any young children coming in the world today? How different they might be. Wide-eyed, as I call them. They see things and amazing, absolutely amazing, totally awake. And sometimes the system, you know, schools think these children have a problem because they don't want to follow the rules, because they know better. Not all the rules that the system has provided are necessarily true. That's why we're in this upheaval right now, folks. The change has to occur, and change is not easy, is it? No, especially when the system has dictated for so many years a certain way. And I just label it the good old boy way, you know. Has anybody been politically correct in the last week? I don't know, folks. I have said what's on my mind and my peace, as I call it, my truth. And that may not be politically correct. Because what's politically correct means you're trying to appease to some massive group of people to get their vote. Favoritism. I want them all on my side. Has anybody ever said something that was against the group, if you want to say that? That didn't always fit in what they wanted to hear. And what did you get? Ridiculed. Eh, put down. What's that person telling you? They all kind of go against you. And it's hard to stand up to that, isn't it? You can do it. You don't have to go down the street with your trumpet blowing the truth, by the way, because people aren't ready for it. Some people are not ready for it. So don't waste your time. Ask yourself and give yourself permission. Did you hear that? Permission. You do it every day without even thinking. 
permission to drink, walk, get up, go to the bathroom, and the list of things goes on and on and on of what you do. So I started my day with the permission, God, to do the greatest, the greatest of whatever that is for today. Whatever that is. I'll find out because I just said I gave myself permission to do it. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens when I get at the end of the day, when I stop and say, wow, what did I do today? And some days it's not much, is it? To your perception, how many of you have smiled at somebody? A gesture, a friendly, maybe even stopped to give somebody a hug. That might have been the greatest that that person has ever experienced, ever. Imagine that. Your little gesture could be the greatest to somebody else. Do not take it for granted. You are all light beings. Wake up, folks, the lights are on. I thank Tim for turning the lights on here. We were sitting in the dark when we first got here, but he turned on the lights. Thank you, Tim. Why? Because we need to see the light. We all need to see that in each other. You are all light beings. That is your core. You're also love. Bottom line, folks, you are light and love. Accept it, radiate it, and become it. You are part of the great flood. The flood of what? Love and awareness. Because when the lights are on, people become aware. And you're here to do that. So welcome to the planet. And boy, we wonder some days about this place, don't we? Right. That's okay. You keep wondering. But on the same token, know and believe that you're here for a purpose of a higher purpose beyond whatever you call this stuff. Thank you, God, for sending me. Thank you for being present at this very moment in time. The great flood, you're it. Did you realize that? You're the flood and you're pouring out to the world the greatest of everything that is. It's time, turn on the lights, your light. Step up to the plate. Isn't that strange I always say step up to the plate? Well, not everybody plays baseball, right? But, no. but that plate could be that round one I like to eat off of too, right? Sure, thank you, God. And I'm saying thank you every one of you for coming, because it would certainly be a very lonely journey by myself. Did you know that? Oh yeah, I could use all the help I can get. And everybody knows that I need help too, right? Everybody's figured that one out. Thank you, thank you so much. The flood is here, you're it. Bless you all, thank you for allowing sir. Thank you for listening to Words of Light with Jim. Come check out All My Relations in Indianapolis or go online to allmyrelationsindy.com, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Words of Light with Jim, spreading light for your spiritual journey.